You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode of Social Selling Simplified, I'm diving in with Shawnee Yurko. And we are talking about all things to do with reels and the four reels that you need to create to go viral. So just a little bit about Shauna. So she helps entrepreneurs and big brands stand out and sell more with video. She produces scroll-stopping video content and does a lot of teaching in terms of how to get visible and attract more leads with video. And she's all about helping to simplify the shit out of showing up on camera for your business. I've worked with Shauna in a whole bunch of different uh, capacities. She has done a bunch of photo shoots and videography for me. And she is so, so talented. Just an absolute dream to work with. She's so creative and she has so many great ideas. Her energy is so contagious. Shauna is actually also one of my mastermind students who has gone through uh, my mastermind program. And this was about two years ago, actually. So we have been able to work together in many, many different capacities. So I definitely wanted to have her back on the show to talk about reels and what is the simplest, easiest way to go viral with your audience. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And here's Shauna. Awesome. Okay, so Shauna, I'm so excited to have you here today to talk about reels and the four reels that you need to go viral. I'm going to pretend that I am your student. I have a pen and paper handy, and I am going to ask all the questions that I think most people will have. But let's start off with, you said something earlier that was super interesting about the landscape of the new viral. And I definitely want to jump into what that means. And obviously, like, tell us more about your background and all the cool things you do in your day-to-day work scope, all those things. Well, first of all, I'm really excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Ash. And as far as the new type of viral, I always tell my students anything that is more than your number of followers, any views that are more than your number of followers is considered viral. Because that means it's not just your followers who are seeing it and like proportionally. And so that is the definition of viral. So if you get, if you have 5,000 followers, you get 6,000 views on a reel, that's technically viral. You don't have to have something hit 100,000 views for it to be considered viral. And I think that that is definitely what we should be paying attention to in terms of wanting our reels to get pushed out to other 
viewers that are not necessarily already following us. And that is the key to growing your account is to getting those new eyeballs to see those reels, right? But in terms of the new type of viral, Instagram has recently gone through a ton of changes. And I feel like every single day they're dropping something new on us. And a lot of creators have really pushed back. And I think that Instagram is starting to listen. One of the most recent updates that they announced was like, oh, there's going to be full screen video feed. And everyone's like, so basically it's the new TikTok? Like what's going on? But they recently said they're rolling back that test. So they're listening to some of these things. They're rolling back too many suggested posts of people that you don't follow in your home feed. So it's really interesting to see all of the dynamics changing at Instagram. And I think that that's something that we can really count on when it comes to being creators on Instagram as business owners. So when we think about going viral on Instagram with Reels, yes, we want to attract those new viewers. Yes, we want to get more followers. But ultimately, at the end of the day, what matters most is your ideal person seeing your Reels not necessarily a bunch of people who wouldn't buy from you, right? So it's all about creating content that resonates with that ideal person. And so that's step number one to making a viral reel. You have to make sure that it's going to hit home for them and for the people who you want to connect with on Instagram. And then the four types of reels that I coach my students how to make is easy informational, trending, wow factor, and what is the other one? Direct camera. <laughs> and so these four different types of reels, easy informational is like your standard reel where maybe you're either doing a lip sync or you are just displaying value with the text that's on the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to make. So I coined it easy informational. It gives people information. Trending reels actually take advantage of those trending sounds. Wow factors is where you incorporate like a cool transition, whether that is like an outfit change or a location change or a really cool camera move. And then direct to camera is probably the most important at this point, because one, it hits the requirement or like the the desired factor that Instagram has for you to have original content. Mm -hmm. Anytime you are talking to the camera, you're creating an original sound, right? And those direct to camera reels are so important. And I know you post them. Talk to me about talking to the camera. Is that something you and your audience enjoy doing? Yeah, for sure. I think that it's, um, we incorporate those in our strategy. It's, it can be a little bit hit or miss. And, and I think that's something important to note is that it's always a bit of testing to see, cause it's like when you include the right hook, like there's gotta be that that secret sauce behind it, then those ones can do really well. Um, But I used to think, you know, in my mind, it was like attached to, well, it's a style. My audience maybe doesn't like this style, but really as I started to play around with it more, it was like, okay, it's not the style. It's what the hook is and what you're saying. Right. So yeah, absolutely. And like with any reel, no matter which type of reel you're making of those four types, Um, you have to have a good hook, whether it's like displayed on the screen in text in your easy informational reels or in a trending reel, or if it's in your direct to camera reel, like the hook, you have three seconds or less to get people's attention with videos. 
Um, and especially with reels, because it's such a quickly consumed piece of content. Um, and people have gotten used to that short form content where it's almost like three to five seconds. Sometimes those reels do best in terms of like number of views, but your direct to camera reels is what gets people to actually connect with you as a person. Yes. They want to see your entertaining reels. They want to see your funny reels, your relatable reels. But when you're talking to a camera, it feels like you're having a conversation because you're truly looking into their eyeballs and like making that eye to eye connection Mm -hmm. is huge for building trust. So even if those direct to camera reels don't necessarily get the viral number of views, they're nurturing your existing audience Mm -hmm. and bringing them one step closer to buying. So that's why those are so important to include, even if they don't get those results that you're thinking that you want initially. Gotcha. And that first category. So we've got just as a recap, direct to camera, transitional, um, wow factor. Anything wow. that makes like someone stop their scroll or say wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Trending. And then the last one is easy informational. Informational. Okay. Perfect. All right. So those are the four reels that you need to be making. Yes. And it it gives you a good balance for mm-hmm. your viewers. So, like, yes, we have the creators who do all like skits. You know, like there are so many creators I follow that are hilarious and they, they only post skits with each other. Like they're the husband and wives. I think, um, her name's Alexandra Madison. Do you follow her? No, I don't think I do. Oh my God. You totally should because they're hilarious. And they just post stuff about like couples and it's, it's stuff that makes you go, Oh yeah, we do do that. But it's embarrassing stuff. Um, Um, so you have people who have their, their niche type of content like that, but when you're trying to grow a business a network marketing business, you want people to get to know all the different aspects of your personality, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And you want to capitalize on those different types of reels that one capture people's attention. Wow factor. That's the purpose of those direct to camera creates that really good connection with existing followers. Trending also goes for like the wide, it casts a wide net because it capitalizes on that trending sound. And then the easy informational is just a way for you to kind of pump out content that's valuable or relatable. And it's really fast for you to make. That's really the only reason I incorporate that one into your four types Mm because ain't nobody got time to do a crazy transition every single day. Like (laughs) we, I just, I don't know. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) And what's your, so can you walk me through your process of like one, I I think annoyance for a lot of people is to have to create a bunch of content. So Mm -hmm. can you walk me through your process when it comes to batching and posting so that you don't go crazy? How do you, how do you manage all that? Totally. Totally. (laughs) So I like to include basically my process. I like to save sounds that are trending and maybe once a week, if I'm doing batch creation, um, I will go into my saved sounds and I'll look at them and say, okay, how can I apply this to my business's messaging? And whether it's an easy informational or a trending sound or a wow factor, like with a transition I want to use, 
that doesn't really come into play until I'm like sitting down making the reel. And for example, there are the the really cool reels where people are already doing transitions. Mm -hmm. Um, If I save a sound and people are doing transitions, I like to try and do a transition. It doesn't have to be the same one they're doing, but it clearly is something that's working. And so I'll replicate that. And so basically that step one is saving real sounds that I know I could use and um, basically just tweak the message in the text on the screen Mm -hmm. to fit my brand. And so I'll spend maybe five or 10 minutes scrolling reels. That's it. Um, And I'll find different sounds that I like, save them. And then when I go into batch, I'll choose four or five of those. And I'll make sure that it kind of spreads evenly across my content pillars because you don't want to just talk about the same thing every single day. Otherwise, like people won't get the whole scope of how Mm -hmm. you can help them. And so I make sure that like I'm I'm spreading out my tips across my content pillars. <laughs> um, but I'll make those four or five reels in like 10 or 15 minutes. And I just shoot them all at the same time, make sure I shoot in different outfits so it looks like it's at different times. But it ends up being really quick to film them. Sometimes I will edit at the same time and like put text in, but sometimes I'll save them as drafts and I'll put text in and edit it in later. It just depends on what my day looks like. And I always coach people to do what feels easy. I learned that from you actually, Ashley. (laughs) Do what feels easiest. Like some people really struggle to batch create Mm -hmm. and would rather do one post per day. Personally, I think batch creating is the jam (laughs) and way to go because it saves so much time. But my process, basically you have those saved sounds And that way you can hit any of those easy informational reels, trending reels, and the wow factors with like maybe a transition in there. And then in that same timeframe, I will usually record a direct-to-camera reel. Mm -hmm. And a way that you could batch create some direct-to-camera reels, you can write a bunch of scripts or bullet points, whatever method works best for you. I personally like a teleprompter app because I ramble (laughs) when (laughs) I'm like riffing. But I'll have a bunch of them written. And then when I go to batch create, I just record that one and then it's ready to go. And then I can post them each day of the week. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do, and they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're gonna struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online, and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first 
So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F What Your Upline Said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F Your Upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. So when it comes to batching your reels, it's always good to do like whatever feels best for you. I love to write all my scripts at the same time because Mm -hmm. your brain actually takes up a lot of power to like shift from one task to the other. And so when you write a bunch of scripts at once, it takes a lot less time than if you were to write one script every day. So that's why I like to have just this group of direct camera scripts where I'm sharing something valuable or talking about something that my ideal person cares about. So I have that like a bank of scripts, a script bank, I suppose. And then I'll maybe record one of those per week when I'm batching. And then I have my saved sounds that I can just go through and see which one speaks to me in the moment. And I'll record four or five of those. And then I have my entire week's worth of reels done. And when it comes to adding the text on the screen, Mm -hmm. if I have a really good idea while I'm batching, I will add that text while I'm filming. So it'll be like I'm shooting and editing at the same time. But then sometimes the only reason I would do that is so that I don't lose an idea if I have it in the moment. And in a lot of times it's just faster to do it that way. But then there are some where like maybe it, I'll put in a bunch more work or I do a really cool transition and I'm like, well, I don't really know what tip I want to use for this, but it could apply to a bunch of different tips that I could give to my ideal customer. So I might leave that one until the day that I go to post and then just apply that tip that day. So it really is up to the creator of the reels to see what works for them. If you want the easiest route, I would recommend just batching everything all at the same time. So all you have to do is hit post. That's how I prefer to do things too. Like just so much easier when you're in uh, like the real mood and you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm just going to, just going to get through these. And you know, cause I, I find you have to be in the right mood. 100%. Like there are days where I want to be in my sweats and I don't want to record a reel in my sweats with no makeup. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I will just because like, why not? But yes, you have to be in a good reels mood and it always helps to strike when that creative Mm -hmm. spark is hot, you know? And that's when I've found that I've made my most effective reels. Mm -hmm. And one thing that your audience may love to know is entertaining reels will always win. If you can find a way to make your messaging entertaining to your ideal customer, whether that means like you're putting on a funny skit that is highly relatable to them. And they're like, oh my God, this is so me. Or you're making them laugh. You're making them feel inspired. Something that is entertaining will always win. And I mean, I feel like not everyone wants to be super goofy. 
on reels. That's a big thing that I get from a lot of my students. Is that something that people tell you as well? Yeah, there's definitely types that want to never have to dance or lip sync or not their style at all. Absolutely. And so for those people, direct to camera reels are going to be super, super clutch. But even with the wow factors, the um, the trending reels where maybe a dance is incorporated, you don't ever have to dance if you don't want to, first of all. But if you're a good dancer and you don't mind, that stops the scroll. So for the people who don't want to dance, who don't want to be super goofy or over the top, there are ways of being entertaining and still being 100% you. You got to find like your comfort zone when it comes to expressing your personality on camera. And I know a lot of people have a really hard time getting there because it's hard to step in front of the camera. But just knowing that you can show up 100% authentically as you, you don't have to show up as someone else. You don't have to show up trying to be that big influencer that you scroll and save their reels and trying to emulate their personality because ultimately that doesn't show up as authentic, you know, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't show up as you and you are what people are going to relate to, especially in your reels. So for people who are maybe more serious or mindful, like I have a lot of people who want to represent the more mindful aspect of things. That doesn't necessarily translate to a goofy dancing like an idiot reel like I would post. (laughs) Um, But that is my personality through and through. Like I give no Fs (laughs) and I'm a big goofball, but not everyone wants to present themselves that way on social media. And so I just want people to know like you have permission to show up exactly as you are and you will still attract your people. Yeah, for sure. And so when it comes to scheduling, are there Mm. any things that you like to use? Like this is one frustration for sure. I know with a lot of scheduling apps, there's no easy push button way that we have found to be able to schedule reels, especially with um, if you're using audio or things like that. Have you found any way around that? So they within literally the last two or three weeks have announced that later and planally offer posting options for reels. You can now schedule reels using those apps. Okay. For me personally, I don't love to schedule those, mm-hmm. um, especially not to auto post. It's probably going to like notify you at time of post because I think that that's the way that they do a workaround. Right. Right. Um, For me, I just keep mine saved in my drafts, Mm -hmm. but I always make sure to download them before and keep my captions saved somewhere else just in case Instagram decides to be rude and delete my drafts. Hmm. (laughs) So that's really how I operate. And it might be kind of old school. I just don't really want to go to the trouble of scheduling things, but it is cool to know that later and planally both offer that new functionality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we've looked at quite a few like Buffer, Agorapult, stuff like that. But um, yeah, we were having trouble finding somewhere that was like a smooth transition. So even have you tried it in like the last couple weeks? Mm, I think they have. My team has. But yeah, those apps, it just hasn't been uh, as smooth with the audio part. 
it was going to be like a separate process. So that's good to know. We'll check that out. I would imagine though, that that is going to be interesting because when you do it in drafts and when you create it in the app, you can select those trending audios. So I wonder Hmm. if that's going to be one limitation of the scheduling. Yeah. I know on some people's Instagram too, like they have the option to schedule it later, but other people don't. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. I I know like being in Canada, we always get features last. Like, so (laughs) <laughs> I know. So I know like it's not an option when I lo- when I log in, but um I have seen that that some people do have that ability, oh. which is cool. Okay. So yeah. I'm looking and I know that you can schedule posts and like right. mm-hmm. a static post or even maybe a video post. Lately they have merged video tab and reels tab, which is crazy because we were all planning for like extra types. Now everything is pretty much going to be pushed out real, which, how do you feel about that? Do you like that? Oh, I don't know. My brain has still got them categorized, but I'm sure it'll all get jumbled in there at some point. Um, but yeah, this is the screen. Like just when you go to post at the bottom, you know, where it says save draft or share there is people have a schedule option there. Oh my God, for reels. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It must, they're constantly testing new features and usually like bigger accounts that are more established will get access first. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some things they'll test and they'll be like, no, this isn't a good option. So people don't end up getting it. So I'd be really curious to see if everyone gets that option. And that Mm -hmm. would be the, the best option if you want to use those trending sounds and really capitalize on the the huge number of eyeballs that it can get. Yeah, for sure. Um, so in terms of the apps that you like religiously use, what would those be? Ooh, I love this question so much. Mm-hmm. So apps that I love using specifically for reels or just in general, like for video? Um let's say mostly reels, but throw in the others too. (laughs) I love Adobe Rush. That's a little bit more advanced, but I also love, love, love InShot. InShot is one of the best video editing apps that's user-friendly that Mm -hmm. all of my students have had really good success with. I like Adobe Rush because I'm an editing snob sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Specifically just because like I've been editing on Adobe Premiere for a million years. And so it's very similar, but just a little bit more user-friendly and it's on mobile. Mm. But InShot is my favorite for editing together, whether it be a direct-to-camera video. I actually love editing inside the Reels app if I'm doing a transition because they have the align feature. So when you are doing a transition and you open up the Reels app on that left-hand side, there's a little icon after you've shot your first shot. It only appears after that. And you go to the last frame that you want to like match with your transition or whatever. It will show you that last frame, like with 50% opacity so that you can like line your head up in the same place and just line your eyeballs up with that last frame. And it will look really seamless. And so I love that feature inside of Reels. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I don't edit outside of reels unless I'm maybe doing like a voiceover recording, which 
I would use maybe Video Shop or Adobe Rush. I think you can also do it inside of InShot as well. Those are my must-haves when it comes to video editing. And if someone is just getting started with Reels, I would highly recommend InShot and trying out transitions inside the Reels app. And what would you use InShot for? I do a lot of editing just inside the Reels app, like you said. So yeah. what would be an example that would you would use uh, InShot for? So there are daily vlog reels or not necessarily something you post every day, but like a day in the life vlog Mm -hmm. reels have become pretty popular Mm -hmm. where you either highlight an experience you're having, or here's what it looks like as I create this product for my customers or whatever. So doing a voiceover video like that would be really, really beneficial inside of InShot if you want a little bit more exact like timing. I know that you can record voiceovers inside of Reels. Like you can pretty much do almost everything inside of yeah. the Reels app. Mm-hmm. But when you are dragging the little, um, I want to call it a playhead, but I think that that's wrong. Like the the borders of your clips, yeah. mm-hmm. when you're trying to find the ends, mm-hmm. it's a little less accurate or exact as something would be in InShot. So if okay. you want more control, that's when I would use InShot. But mm-hmm. Big fan of doing things the easy way. So most times I just edit in reels. <laughs> yeah. And what teleprompter app do you use? Oh, favorite app, actually. This is one I should have told you about. It's mm-hmm. literally called teleprompter. Oh, I use that one too. Okay. Yeah. I love that one. Yes. And it's, it's, it's the blue icon, right? Like with gray and black lines or something. Yep. So 10 out of 10 recommend. And I actually have a tutorial on my YouTube channel of like exactly how to use that specific uh, teleprompter app. If you're jumping into direct camera reels, 10 out of 10 recommend the teleprompter app. So you would record it. Other you would record it in teleprompter and then bring it over to Instagram. Ooh, yes. And for your direct camera reels, a really great way of editing, you can either edit it in Instagram, but that would probably be one of those scenarios where it would be faster to edit it in InShot mm-hmm. because you record it inside your teleprompter app and then it saves to your phone yep. Then you bring it into InShot and you can split the clip anytime mm-hmm. you have a pause because you don't want to like have these videos where you sit there for a second and take a really deep breath. You want to cut those, those pauses out. And yep. so that's easier to do an InShot just really quickly. You split your clip and then you delete that clip on the timeline and they come mm-hmm. together naturally Whereas in reels, you have to go through and like re-add a new clip and then go find oh, where right. that is. Oh. So that would be a really great option to use in chat as well. And then last question I have is what are the tools that I would find in your studio that you use all the time when you're creating reels? Oh my God. I like this question too. So if you're using a if you're shooting a direct to camera reel, you want a mic. Because Mm -hmm. people watch videos with semi-quality visuals, Mm -hmm. but they will not watch a video with bad audio. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just the facts. Um, So I love this really small mic. It's the Rode Video Micro. And it's like maybe 50, 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's very, very cheap. It's small. And it's like very portable. And then I have this little goober tripod that I can put on my desk. I can put it on my shelf over there, whatever. I also have a suction cup mount. It costs eight bucks on Amazon and I put it against my window 
and I get really beautiful, natural light coming in. And then I have a lot of depth behind me. Mm-hmm. So it looks awesome. If I'm ever shooting in my living room, I definitely bring my suction cup mount. But most times you'll see me using my handy dandy ring light. Mm-hmm. And it's the newer advanced 18 inch. That's the model that I would recommend because not all color temperatures look good on the same skin tones. So one feature that this ring light has that a lot of others don't, you can control whether the light looks more like bright white or a little bit more yellow or warm. And darker skin tones typically will look better with the warmer light, while lighter skin tones will look better with a bluer or bright white light. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I always recommend to people because otherwise you can get like the glowing effect mm-hmm. if you have the wrong light or your skin looks off. I I had to learn the hard way that like white balance and color temperature mm-hmm. is important. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And then in terms of your, okay, so the tripod, that is just you called it a goober. Is that like, Oh yeah. No, that's that's (laughs) not what it's actually called. I can send you the link if you want to include it in your show notes. Oh, sure. sure. Um, It's all good. It's literally a $15 phone tripod. The important thing. Yeah. A phone tripod. But the important thing to look for on it is that it has this cold shoe mount that Mm -hmm. the microphone can slide Mm -hmm. into. Okay. That's why I like this one. Because there's not really an easy way to mount my microphone on my ring light. Right, exactly. So, and it plugs into the audio or the charging port. Kind of. It's not a charging port. It's literally like a slide. Right. And then your mic plugs into your phone through like the Correct. Char- yeah. Okay. Correct. So Sorry, it's got to be mistake. close. No, no, that's okay. So it's got to be close to your phone and the suction cup mount. Yes. Got it. Those are my go-to reels things. Awesome. Well, I feel like that answers so many good questions that, um, that a lot of my listeners will have. Um, where can people find you and follow you and learn more about you? Ooh, I like that question too. Follow me on Instagram, Shauna Yurko, S-H-A-N-A-Y-U-R-K-O. And then I also have a YouTube channel where I will post more in-depth tutorials and that's where you'll get the super in-depth knowledge stuff. So follow me on Instagram, follow me on YouTube and shoot me a DM. I'd love to connect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sean. I super appreciate your time and you sharing all those great pieces of advice. So much to learn and so many takeaways. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.